What's up, everybody? We are Throwing the Leather. I'm Justin. I'm Corey. And we're back. It's been, what, about a month since we've done an episode? But before we get into anything like that, um, we just wanted to dedicate this episode to the late, great DMX. Yeah, definitely. He, uh, remember a lot of Friday nights getting, like, going out, driving around, listening to that, his albums. Yeah, I listened to a lot of his songs, you know, my early years in high school, even all throughout high school. Yeah, I mean, literally, I was listening to him, like, a few weeks ago. Yeah, I mean, he, he's been in every workout playlist I've ever made, and, like, I've yeah. been, you know, it's... Him in the Locks and Rough Riders, yeah. and that's been on my, my Pandora playlist for the last two weeks. He's a legend, and there's there's nothing we can say to really, you know accurately describe his legacy on the rap game and even the sport as a whole which i mean obviously had several fighters walk out to his music most notably chuck liddell anderson silva but mike it's, tyson. yeah mike tyson too for in boxing it's just yeah that, that, he had probably one of the best walkout songs yeah. like almost any song he made you could use as a walkout oh, yeah, song it's, yeah his music whenever i needed to get hyped up i put on a dmx song yeah. and it's he'd get you going it's, it's a tragic loss. It really is. But it shows that, you know, drug addiction is, is a real thing. Mm-hmm. And it's it's devastating. And our condolences go out to DMX, his family, um, his, his children, his fiance, and all his friends and family. It's it's it's, it's truly a tragedy. Yep. There's, there's no other... Very young. Yeah. So on that sort of somber note, we move into... The, the episode today. So, we did our predictions for UFC 260, but we didn't do an episode following it, so we want to kind of talk about what happened. Um, obviously, no news, but no new news by now. Everybody already knows. New heavyweight champion, Francis Ngannou. Um, I'm going to be honest, he proved me wrong. I, I thought it was going to go a lot like the first fight, Stipe taking him down, um, but Ngannou improved a lot since yeah. their first fight. Yeah, he looked... And I, and I had a feeling he was going to come out like that. He was going to be calmer, pick his shots, not gas quickly. You know, because you, you, you learn that quick. One step to the you know, one fight, you're, you're numb. And he came out and he was just, just calm and chose I mean, he looked his shots. like a complete fighter. Yeah. He looked different. I mean, Steve Bay didn't really try to... I don't remember him trying to take him down. Steve tried to take him down like earlier in the first round. And round that's right. He yeah, just yeah, took yeah, him down. Yeah, 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 he reversed that. Yeah, I saw that. I was like, oh. Yeah, that's what's going to happen. Yeah, yeah. So, and then he, he, that's why, you know, talking about, obviously, it seems like, seems like John John might be might next. next, like the fight that everybody wants, wants. and I want, I want it, but, man, man I, 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 I don't care how good of a you had, you get caught by, by anybody, by anybody, I think you're going to sleep, I don't think John wants that. Be, be, John, 
to take this fight. But John Jones said it looks like it's going to happen. So. Yeah. You know, and they, they've also talked about Ngannou facing Derek Lewis. Lewis. Apparently he was offered that fight for June, but declined, said it wasn't enough time. Yeah, that's, that seems like a short notice. I also don't, if I'm the UFC, I don't know if I want to risk losing the one with Jones. Because say, because Lewis hits, I'd say, almost just as hard as Ngannou. So say he catches Ngannou and beats him and he wins the belt. There's not going to be as big a draw for a Jones-Lewis fight as there not would be all. an Ngannou-Jones fight. No way. No. I mean, you're looking at a pay-per-view, at least a million for Ngannou-Jones, so maybe 500000 for Lewis and Jones. And maybe. I love Derek Lewis. He's one of my favorite fighters, but... Yeah, that seems to be... See, and it's funny, because everyone's talking about Lewis. Everyone's obviously talking about Jones. But nobody's talking about Stipe. No. I, I think they would have if the fight was more competitive. That's... Yeah, and I think we talked about that. If if it was yeah closer, you know, maybe we'll see a trilogy. Yeah, but it it was... It's crazy, because both of their fights were one-sided. The first one was... Dominant yeah, by Stipe, like and the second was, was dominant by Ngannou. So why not make a trilogy? Let's do it. But, but Stipe takes a lot of time in between fights, and you gotta wonder if this is it for Stipe. I, I was thinking about that. I was like, that was. Yeah, I mean, he has nothing left to prove. No, he's got nothing. So to if prove. he hangs he could have he could have hung it up with DC after their third fight. Yeah, and I don't think anyone would have been like, what? You didn't prove anything. Yeah, you know? I mean, he goes out a champ, but but you know, he's a fighter and he's gonna. You know, defend his title and. But I, we might not see him the rest of the year, though. No, I, I mean, Steve is already on. I don't want to say inactive, but he's not super fighting all the time anyway. So this very well could be all we see of him in twenty twenty one. Yeah. 
But John Jones and Ghana, we'll see what happens. We're a lot late. of people say that if that happens, it's the biggest fight in UFC history. I don't think that's the biggest fight in UFC history. Every fight's the biggest fight in UFC history. For Dana, it is. <laughs> I just I don't see it being bigger than Habib and McGregor. I mean, if, you, if I, you're, I think they, I think that would be. See, I don't because I don't think it has the casual draw like a Conor fight does. And I, I, I think don't, I, don't I mean think that casual in a bad fans way, would, are are. They're in interested in Ngannou because he's this big. Yeah, but I think they're in tune with John, especially with John Jones off, like out of the octagon. They're like, they, he's again, made though, the John news. John Jones is not as big with casuals like Connor. Connor is just, he's up here, and if everybody is below, no, you can't see, but he's at the top, and everybody's below. Connor. But John Jones has made some news off, you know, off True. the octagon. Yeah, you know, with his problems with the law, so but even, people hear his name. And kind of know him, you know, if they've never seen him fight. But he's not like Connor. No, no matter but, how bad, you know, he wants to be or anybody, he's just not. Nobody is. That's that's no yeah, disrespect well, I mean, to him. But I mean, he's obviously a better fighter all time than Connor. But when it comes to pay per view, Connor knew what he was doing when he when he, like, he knew that this was a plan. That's like when he attacked the beach bus. No, no, no. When he came into like the UFC. Uh, all he, he wanted to do was sell. Yeah. He wanted he, to make money. He, that's it. You know, like he had this all planned out. Like I mean, this he wanted is how to be, a, be. Yeah. You know, he wanted to be the champ, obviously, but it was more of, you know, how much am I gonna make off that? He wanted that money. For sure. And what's crazy is I just It's I don't think it's the biggest fight in UFC history. I think it's one of the it might be the biggest heavyweight fight in UFC history. I can see that, yeah. But I don't think it's bigger than... I think it would be the biggest heavyweight, you know, biggest fight in heavyweight history. 100%. But I don't think it's bigger than Habib. Listen, that's when it comes to, like, for MMA fans, like for you and I, yeah, maybe, maybe in that case. But when it comes to the casual audience, neither Ngannou or Jones, I think, has a draw like Conor McGregor. Yeah. Especially when he fought Habib. You know what we should do? We'll just throw it up on Facebook. Who... Which fight is the biggest fight in UFC history? McGregor, Khabib, or Jones and Gano? I if think, it happens. I think even a McGregor-Diaz trilogy would be bigger than this fight. Really? Well, there's, so, yeah, no, ri- there's uh, no rivalry here. And that's that's a big thing with the sport. There's no storyline other than John Jones, the best light heavyweight champion in UFC history, finally moving up against Francis Ngannou, the scariest heavyweight champion in UFC history. And he's yeah, scarier than Brock Lesnar. For sure. But... With Habib McGregor and Diaz McGregor, there was the animosity, the storyline, well, yeah, other than the competitiveness. I think that's McGregor 100% doing that. Yeah, no doubt, obviously. I mean, you know, I think John is trying to do that with some of the things that he's saying. Yeah, but Ngannou's not going to bite. No, no, I don't think Ngannou's going to do that to I don't anybody. Think, I don't think Ngannou's much of a trash talker. No. I think he's more of a, I'm just going to knock you out. Yeah, so I don't think anybody can, like, you can have, a, like, a rivalry with him because no. he's not that type of person who's going to... You know, go back and forth with somebody. Exactly. Like, his, I say, quote-unquote, rivalry with Stipe was com- was just purely competitive. Yeah. It wasn't any, you know, animosity. It was no, just there was nothing. Stipe had what Ngannou wanted. Yeah. That was that. Now, going forward, what do you think with, you think the John Jones happened, Ngannou, that, that finally happens? Or you think he takes the... Lewis fight. That's tough. Um, I think it all depends on what the UFC wants to pay John Jones. I think it's going to come down to that. Um, 
I'd rather see Ngannou Jones and Ngannou Lewis too, but I, I think it really depends on what John Jones will take and what the UFC will give him. Yeah. If they come to terms on a contract, then it, that that's definitely I think what's going to happen. But I, I think I think it's tough to call right now. I'd say the UFC would rather Ngannou Jones because it's a bigger fight than Ngannou and Lewis. Oh yeah. Even considering their first fight was just. Yeah. But. I, th- I think it'd be different the second time around, though. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Yeah. We've got some time. Oh, yeah, definitely. Ngannou, he, he, yeah, if he didn't want to fight in June, he'll. Pr- I say that fight will happen earliest October. That's the earliest that we'll yeah. see Francis back. For sure. So what do you think is next for Stipe, though? You think he retires? You think he takes the rest of the year off? I, for, I definitely think he takes the rest of the year off. At minimum, I think he's taking the rest of the year off. Um, and then... I think he weighs his options. You know, if, if he has, you know, the, the hunger to come back. Which know, he might. The heavyweight division def- definitely needs him. Yeah. Because it's not Outside a stacked heavyweight division. Um, and, you know, there's plenty of fights that you can make with him and, you know, the top other four heavyweights. Oh, absolutely. So we'll see what happens. I, I don't. I wouldn't be surprised if he retired. And I wouldn't be upset. You know, like no, I said, I he has nothing either. to prove. He yeah. he is the greatest heavyweight champ of all time. Like I said, he could have and maybe should have went out with DC. That their trilogy back in August maybe should have been both of their last fights. Yeah, but you know, we'll see what happens. So shifting gears to that co-main, Woodley and Luke K. That was a better fight than I think a lot of people thought it was going to be. I I knew it was going to be a, a pretty good fight though. It was fight of the night. Woodley, yeah, Woodley came to actually fight. <laughs> Woodley let his hands go. He looked like old Woodley, but he just got caught by Luke K, who's real good. Yeah. I I, I kind of hope this isn't the last we see of Woodley, though, in the UFC, because his contract's up now. So Contract is up. We haven't heard anything about it. No news and from him or yeah. the UFC. I don't think Uncle Dana's in any sort of rush to get Woodley back in there. Not at all. And And I wouldn't be surprised if they released him. Well, I don't even know if they'd be releasing him. They'd just be not resigning him. Yeah, I mean, it's like we're just letting you go. He didn't look bad in that last fight, though. No, but as of now, he's a free agent. I mean, he would have looked better if that wasn't his fourth straight loss. But Yeah, that, that hurts. Yeah. Like, if that was, like, his first loss on the losing streak, then I'd be like, oh, okay. But it was his fourth straight. Yeah. That's never a good look. Sugar Show is back. Yeah, that was. Um, he, he's got to finish fights. Yeah, like you he, can't go for the walk off every time. He got to finish that. He that fight should have been over. What round was that? One. The, the first round. It should have been over in the first should round. Should not have gone to the third round. And then not even the third round. Like he did it again almost in, in the, the second, third round. Right? Was no, it was, the, it was the third. third. He finished them. Because he yeah, no, him. But wasn't it the second he thought he had the walk off, but didn't again? I'm not sure what round. It, it was, was like two or three times almost yeah. that he just. It's been a while, but. You, if you knock him to the ground, make sure he's out before you do the walk-off. Walk-off looks nice, but like DC said during the fight, you don't want to go longer in a fight than you have to. Yeah, you're definitely, you took all those punches. Yeah. You know, you took all that punishment, and you could have finished it, you know, been in the back sitting. But Yeah, he looked good. His finish was brutal, though. He yeah. was already pretty much knocked out, hit him on the ground, and then he turned around and yeah. threw a jump shot. Yeah. Apparently him and Dominic Cruz want to fight next. That's not, in my opinion, a fight to make. I wouldn't hate it, but... I would watch that. You mean, I think it'd be a solid fight. I think it'd be entertaining, but I think more logical would be O'Malley and Cheeto, too. 
Because if he still walks around, because when Bruce Buffer introduced him, he did the zero like he's yeah, undefeated. Yeah, he's undefeated. So if you want to avenge that loss, maybe don't fight somebody who you didn't lose to. Maybe go fight Cheeto and beat him. And let Cruz fight Aldo finally. That's the fight I'd rather see. Yeah, I'm okay with either one. I'm not... Yeah, like I said, I'm not going to hate a Cruz-O'Malley fight. Yeah. But I'd rather see Cruz-Aldo-O'Malley-Cheeto too. Yeah, that would be the... That's what they should do. Yeah, but will they, though? That's the question. The UFC is a... Let's, let's be honest. A bigger draw would be Cruz and O'Malley. Yeah. Again, for casual fans. Yes. For diehard fans, Cruz and Aldo is just a like a dream matchup in the WEC days. You know what I mean? Yeah, that would be... I mean, we, we both said that when he came back after his first comeback fight. And yeah. After he won his first one, that Cruz-Aldo should be... And once, once Aldo beat Cheeto back in December and Cruz beat Kenny, I was like, fingers crossed Aldo and Cruz happens. Now, if there's ever been a time to make it, now is the time. Yeah. I mean, Dillashaw's got a fight. Sanhagen's got a fight. Font has a fight. Garbrandt has a fight. Jan still doesn't have a fight. Well, that's we'll save that for another time. There's a lot we could talk about right there. I was, I don't want to get too deep into that, but I was rooting for Aljo in that fight. But now I hope Jan beats him in the rematch. If that even happens, I don't. It's 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 also how Aljo's handling it. Like when he got the win in the belt, he immediately threw the belt off and walked away. If he had kept that same energy, I think he'd still have a lot more fans than he does. But his whole persona that he has now yeah. is just... Well, now he's saying he's going to be out for nine months. Yeah. So For neck surgery, that's been nagging him for a decade, but now he has Ten it. years. Now he, now he needs surgery, though. And I'm not going to hate on him and say that he's lying, but... It's, it's just bad timing. Really bad timing. You can't just be like, oh, by the way, my neck hurts from ten years ago. Now I have to have surgery after this whole thing happened, and maybe I'll fight in nine months. It's it's going to get to the point where I don't think the UFC would be afraid to strip him. Yeah, that's a, that's a whole other debate. See, I think what you do is, I don't think the fight's been offered, so you can't say he's ducking. If the fight gets offered and he declines it, then you start the, oh, I can, the ducking. I, I 100% believe he's ducking. Well, yeah. I don't think he wants that smoke. No. I don't think he wants that smoke. Not at all. But, I mean, the, the, I don't think the ducking talks make sense until he gets offered a fight and declines it. Then it's like, oh, okay, now he's ducking. Yeah. But he's making it look fishy. He's It's borderline ducking. He might even be ducking. But I think, again, like I said, I don't think the ducking talks could come until he declines a fight. A fight yeah, and they're not going to offer it until they figure it out. I mean, what's going and when's on? he gonna have the surgery? Yeah, that's, that's another a, thing. Yeah, like if you're if neck you're, surgery, he could be out the rest of the year with neck surgery. Yeah. So you might see an interim title coming up soon, or you know, you you could see him being stripped of the title. You just have to wait and see what happens. And it's there. It's a double. It's a double-edged knife because. Jan, you know, on the one hand, Aljo, you know, is acting like a clown, but. Jan threw the illegal knee. Maybe study the rules better. Yeah, that whole thing was. It's it's such a it's such a weird situation because there's no party in the right at this point. No, they both are in the wrong. They're they're both clowns in different aspects. Jan's a clown for throwing an illegal knee in a fight that he was probably about two minutes away from winning legally anyway. Mm -hmm. And then we'd be talking about Jan and Sanhagen. 
But I mean, at least we get Sanhagen Dillashaw now, which that's gonna be a good fight, yeah. I think. So that should be a solid fight. Oh man, I don't know. So looking forward to UFC Fight Night, Whitaker Gaslam, Saturday, April seventeenth. Man, I'm more excited for this fight than I than I was Whitaker Costa. Oh yeah. A hundred percent, because... I just want to see Costa get his head knocked off. <laughs> but Gastelum, Whitaker, is going to be a solid fight. If the Gastelum that fought Izzy shows up, oh my it's gonna god, be, this might it's be gonna fight be of the year. So, they're going to just, you know... I didn't realize Gastelum could take a shot like yeah, that. Yeah, Gastelum's got a chin. You know? Whitaker's one of my favorite fighters. I think if he wins, he fights for the belt next. Um... But if Gaslam wins, he might be a shot, a fight or two away from fighting for the belt. Yeah, we were talking about it before. Um, uh, let's see here. UFC, the fight night that just happened with Vittori beating. Oh God, that yeah. Holland and where should he go? And now they're saying. Vittori Woody, he called out Izzy. Yeah, he's he's hanging on to that one a lot. But if you look, say, okay, Whitaker beats Gastelum, obviously getting a title shot. Yeah. So then you're there, gonna look no at he doesn't. Venturi Costa. If Costa, you know, when he gets healthy. That that'd be that'd be my fight to make. You know, and then those two And then Brunson Till. You number one contender. Or or you can do Brunson Till and then, you know, have a little tournament style type thing and you know, the winner of those two fights fight each other for the number one contender spot. One thing that would be for certain in my mind is if Whitaker beats Gastelum, he's next for a shot at the belt. Yeah. Now if, if Gastelum wins Then maybe give him Brunson and then if he beats Brunson. Hmm. If I if now if I'm making the if I'm matchmaking and Gastelum wins. Now if he knocks him out, you know, I'm going to go Vittori Gastelum. Yeah. You know, and then winner fights for the belt. Winner fights for the belt. And then, you know, he's got to see what I don't know when Till's coming back, you know, collarbone well, is he he could be out till I don't even I don't know what the prognosis or the timeline was, but he could be out no one Darren Till till October, not October, but September, August, maybe. Yeah, I'm not sure how long a collarbone takes. I don't think I don't think it take that long. But again, like Darren Till, I mean, it's the second straight fight he's got canceled due to injury. He had to pull off due to injury. So, yeah. So I hate to call Darren Till injury prone because I'm a big fan of his. But, but either way, I would do. You know, if if Gastelum wins, you could do Vittori Gastelum, and then I would do Till Brunson, or possibly Till Whitaker. Nah, because they already fought, and Whitaker beat him. Yeah, but Dana doesn't care about the rankings. Yeah, but it wouldn't make sense. I mean, are you talking if if Gaslam beats Whitaker, though? Yeah. Mm. That's a tough one. I mean, you could do Brunson till, and then I like, I like that one more. I like that one more. You know, and then the winner of those two get the Vittori Gaslam. Or if Gaslam, I'll tell you right now, if Gaslam beats Whitaker and beats Vittori, you got to give him a title shot. Oh, yeah, definitely. I think Vittori might move into the top five 
after today's win? Yeah. Well, I mean, he's at six. No offense, but I'd put him over Darren Till. He would have to go over Till. Yeah. So, if he beats two top five guys back-to-back, if Izzy's still champion, and then you look at what he did to, with Izzy, you know, almost beat Izzy, yeah, that, that could very well be a possibility. That would be two, I don't want to say upsets, in a row. No, they'd be, that, they'd be upsets. He, he's definitely the underdog against Whitaker, and I'd oh, for sure, but, definitely be the underdog against... But it would be a huge dog, though. Like, it's not like... I don't know what he is against Whitaker. I don't know if it says yet. But Whitaker, I could see him being a dog. He's definitely on the dog against Whitaker. I think he'd be one against Vittori, but maybe not as big if he beats Whitaker. Yeah, that's what I mean. I don't think it would be like a super upset if he beat Vittori. I think it would be more of an upset if he beat Whitaker. Yeah. You know, former champion. But if he, like I said, if he fights like the way he did against Izzy, he can beat anybody in this division. Oh, God, yeah. I think he could. And then going towards. I'm still looking up these odds, see if I can find them real quick to see what we're doing. Betting odds, Whitaker Gastelum odds. <sighs> All right, if it's even going to show me here. Um, let me go over there. Yeah, I, I can't. I can't even find it. Um, so if you look at Whitaker's, you know, twenty-two and five, Gastelum seventeen at six and one, both coming off wins off their last fight. Whitaker's a minus two fifty favorite. Okay. Gastelum's a plus two ten underdog. A little bit closer than I thought it'd be, to be honest. Yeah. But like you said, though, who would, who you, which Gastelum are you gonna get? Yeah, if you get the Gastelum. That fought Till and Hermanson. Then, well, I wouldn't, I mean, he, that Till fight was close, but if you get the gas from that fought Izzy, he could give Whitaker a run for his money. I still think Whitaker's going to win, though. Yeah, I think Whitaker's going to win. Yeah. That's going to be, uh, it's going to be a. And if Whitaker wins, he gets a shot at the belt in my eyes. For sure. There, there's, there's, there's no, no doubt, but I don't, I don't think Izzy wants to fight him. Because Izzy said he didn't want to fight him. He wanted because I think he already beat. Him. I think he said that he said he wanted to fight Darren Till though. But that was also before Darren Till pulled out. Yeah, I mean Izzy fight. did. Fe- he did beat Whitaker. But if Whitaker beats Gastelum three in a row, he's more than earned his shot at the belt. Yeah, you, there's there's no way. You know, I understand Izzy's the champ, but that's the fight you're making. Sorry. It's. I mean, Izzy got his big fight against. Yeah, Blahovich. So now you got to defend. And he your wasted that opportunity. Now you got to defend your middleweight belt, and if you don't, then, which I don't think Izzy's going to be, too. Like I'm not fighting him. I don't think he's going to be that like, you know, stagnant. But no. Hopefully he's not, because you don't want to see a division caught up. You know, like lightweight was for three years almost. Yeah. What other fight do you like on that? Stevens and close in the co-main. I like that fight. Yeah, Stevens is always. Always up for a good scrap. Who? Stevens. Who's that guy? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was a good one. That was, uh... <laughs> yeah, Dracar Close comes to fight, too. And that's a good fight. I'm, I'm happy Stevens is moving back up to lightweight. Because he missed weight like two twice in a row yeah. at, at featherweight. Um, Andre Arlovsky taking a short notice bout against Chase Sherman. The ageless one. 
I don't know if that's a good idea, but... We're keeping Arlovsky, but got rid of Overeem and JDS. All right. He's probably getting paid a lot less. He's probably getting paid a fraction of what Reem was getting paid. I mean, I'm going to be honest with myself. He was getting, yeah. <laughs> he's, he's, yeah. He made all of his money early on. And even then, he's probably getting paid more now than he was when he was champion because the UFC's got more money now than they did back then. Yeah, true, true. Um, I mean... Yeah, it seems like a... You know, I mean, the those three fights seem... Whitaker and Gaslam was supposed to be on pay-per-view for a belt two years ago, so... I mean, I know a lot's changed since then. Whitaker's lost his belt and Gaslam lost three straight, but Whitaker, I think, is looking better than ever. Gaslam looked good against Heinish. This could be a really, really good fight. Mm-hmm. Like I said, we're both going to take Whitaker on that fight. Um, the, the co-main, I'm not, I'm not, I don't know who I'm going to take on that one yet. I'll come back to that one and post it on Facebook. Yeah, yeah. I don't know who I'm going to take on that one yet. All right, then we got UFC 261, and you know my feelings on the main event. Ooh, this main event is spicy. The most super unnecessary title shot in UFC history. Hey, the champ wanted him. I know. I, yeah, I know. I know. I know. I, champ, I, I'm not. Yeah, I agree. The champ called him out. I agree. And he accepted. And I agree. he will become and new. Nah. Jorge Masvidal will beat Marty Usman. Nah, he's not. Nah. I'm already. I'm calling it now. There's only one champ losing the belt that night, and it's not Marty. It's going to be Zhang. Yeah. Zhang's losing that belt. He is losing that belt. Thug Rose is coming for it. Thug Rose! There's going to be two title changes. There's going to be one title change. And like we said, we have... If, if someone beats Kamaru Usman, it sure as hell not going to be Street Judas. Yes, it is. No. So we got... And it's not going to be um, Colby Madison Square do it either. We have three title <laughs> fights on this card. It is... Can this you imagine, is, though, if we're jo- all joking aside, if Jessica Andrade beats Valentina Chepchenko? That'd be... That would be, like, Doug Rose when she beat Joanna in 2017. Yeah. That's that, what that would that be would like. That would be a big upset. But this whole card is... It's 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 <clears throat> honestly really good. The main event, or the, the main card, Anthony Smith, he's ranked in the top ten. And Anthony Smith and Jim Crute, they both always come to scrap. Yeah. That's going to be a fun fight. Uriah Hall, Weidman... 9 and 11. They're both on a winning streak. I mean, although Uriah Hall did beat Anderson Silva, which doesn't carry the same weight it did when Chris Weidman beat Anderson yeah. Silva. But Weidman beat Omar Yachmedov back um, in August. That's going to be a good fight. And then you got three title fights. And the three which, title fights. Uh, in front of a full crowd. Yeah, that's... In Jacksonville. Which, that's... Sold out in minutes. Shevchenko on Draj. I think that's going to be a good... I think that might be Valentina's biggest test as champion. Yeah. I, again, I don't think anybody aside from Amanda Nunes could beat Valentina Shevchenko. But Jessica Andrade, don't sleep on Andrade. Really don't sleep on her. Because she could win. It's going to be a hell of a card. Zhang Wei Lee, Rose Namajunas, fight of the year. That could that could be fight of the year. Will be fight of the night. Mark my words, going to be fight of the night. I don't know if it'll be fight of the night. I think that main event's going to be fight of the night. With a big KO from Jorge. I, listen, the whole thing with Jorge is I, th- I think he's becoming unlikable with how he's handling himself with Jake Paul. It's 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 really well, well, hurting. Explain that, though. Like, Well, he's training with Jake. He was training Jake Paul. He called Jake Paul at the press conference with Ben Askren. He's taking Jake Paul's side, saying Askren's not a representation of his beautiful sport, but somehow Jake Paul is, which 
really boggles my mind. Is he saying that of, of MMA or boxing? MMA. He said Askren's not a, a good representation of his beautiful sport of MMA. Okay, what did he say about Paul? That he is a representation of, of boxing? I, see, I, I only caught the highlights of it. I didn't catch like the full interview because I just, like, just didn't watch it. But he's obviously on Jake Paul's side in the fight. So, my... well, And I think it has to do with, with who he's fighting to. I know he has a rivalry with Ben Askren, but like come Askren, on, man. like There's I no... think if it was anybody else, I don't think Masvidal would be doing anything with. Still Jake hurting Paul. his image, though. You think? Regardless of yeah, yeah, hmm. especially since MMA fans despise Jake Paul. You gotta know your audience. Just stay out of it completely. Just stay out of it completely. Focus. Stay in. You know. Stay focused on Usman, or I mean, if he was gonna fight Covington, whoever. Yeah. But. Which that would have been a fight to make in my eyes, Usman, uh, Masvidal, Covington. Yeah, I definitely, th- I, I wish that fight would have been. I wish they the coached one. tough. I don't know, but Volkanovski or Tega on tough. Yeah, but Usman literally right after the fight, he said he wanted. Yeah, I mean, I, as much I as think I he say, needs to prove him to himself that he could beat Masvidal on a full camp because he fought him on six days' notice. He he dropped twenty pounds in six yeah. days. As much as I say it's and he took him to the limit. As much as I say it's unnecessary, which I still think it kind of is, it was Usman who really did initiate it. So I, I'll admit that I'm not. I'm not. No, not yeah, I think that, I think he but... really needs to kind of prove it to himself. I think that's why he yeah. called him out. He said, "I think I need to," because he was upset he didn't finish a guy who who took a fight on six days' notice. I still don't think Usman's gonna uh, Usman's gonna lose though. I really don't. I don't. I don't. You no, know, like I said, if he if he fights, you know, with the same passion when he fought Gilbert. You know, but but there yeah. again, you again, you don't know which one you're going to get. I mean, Usman's been pretty dominant every fight in, in the UFC. The only the closest one was against Covington, which he still won anyway. So you're getting a pretty good Usman every time he fights. That's but I mean, thing. like I'm saying, like if he's going to stand and trade, well, or here's if the he's going to try to take him down and and just like you if, know, if Masvidal tap on his head and keep him there. If Masvidal didn't get better takedown defense, Usman's just going to take him down, keep him there, and. I mean, I think Usman's striking is good. It's I think it's underrated. I don't know why people don't talk about it more, but especially now he's training with Trevor Whitman. I got in and still in that fight personally, but again, it's a sport where you got to respect people wearing four ounce gloves. And oh yeah, it's a if fight. If you get you, caught, you can go out at any point, at yeah. any time. I just think Usman's too good for him. I think Usman's too good for almost anybody, pretty much everybody in that division. But. See what happens. Exactly. It, the, the, it's going to be a great fight. It's going to be a great card. I think it's going to be much more competitive than their first fight, though. That yeah. I'll admit. Like, people saying, oh, crazy, man, 50-43 uh, Usman. No, I think it's going to be much, much closer than their first fight. Still think Usman's going to win, but I think it'll be closer. It's going to be... Zhang and Rose Nama Yunus. Like, oh, my God. That's just... I'm I'm so nervous for that fight, though. It depends on what Rose shows up. That's the thing. That's That's the thing. I'm so nervous for that. Like, I don't want her to take a beating. Like, no, I, I don't think she'll take a beating. I don't. Um, that's gonna that that's gonna be the most competitive fight of the night. Definitely <sighs> makes me nervous. I mean, their their stats are. You know, her record twenty one and one. Yeah, Zhang Wei Li. I think is. I know this might sound dumb to say, but I think she's underrated yet. How many fights does she have in total in the UFC? I don't know off the top of my head. Um, let me see. But they're both... Rose is an inch taller. 
She got a two inch reach. Roses ten and four. They both have wins over Joanna, although I would argue roses are more impressive. Now people are gonna say, What you had a fight of the year against Joanna and with John? It wasn't as dominant as Rose's wins over. Her. Yeah, that's that's the only thing. Like Rose knocked her out and then beat her in a decision that was pretty dominant. A lot of people argue that Joanna won the fight with Zhang Weili. Yeah. See, I still won't watch it, so I wouldn't know. <laughs> I've never, I, I never watched it and like scored it, so I would have to do that. But I just watched it to appreciate what was the best fight in women's MMA history. Yeah, I I still don't think I could be able to watch it. She has one, two, three, four, five fights in the UFC, Zhang Weili. Three so, fights, and then she fought for the belt. And it's gonna be... impressive title win over Jessica Andrade and fight of the year with Yuani Jacek. So, Zhang Weili, I, don't, I, think, I think she's still kind of disrespected. I don't think people put the respect on her name that she deserves. Yeah, she's still kind of underrated a little bit. If she beats Rose Nami Yunus, though, like convincingly. Yeah, that she's. Then it's. I mean, she's beaten every former UFC strawweight champion. And then you're looking at the Amanda Nunes of the strawweights. Yep. And people are going to say, did you just say what I think you said? Yeah, I mean, when you beat every former UFC strawweight champion, like Amanda beat every former UFC bantamweight champion. There's what's left. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there, there's a lot of contenders at strawweight, though. It's a very interesting division. Yeah. But if she beats Rose and then cleans out the rest of the division, she's a strawweight goat. Yep. But I'm I don't I hate, don't get that twisted like because she's got a long way to go to get there. Don't think it's like one fight and she's there. She's got like five six fights yet until she gets there. You got to break Joanna's record with five title defenses before you talk about that. So she's only at one now. So the next women's title fight: Valentina Shevchenko and Jessica Andrade. A fight that last year I didn't know I wanted. I do this year though. Yeah, I'm I'm very interested in this fight. And what stands out the most is Shevchenko's five five, and she's a height advantage. I don't know if she's ever had a height advantage in a fight before. And Andrade's five one. That's a that's in a in a an MMA like any type of combat fight. That's pretty big. Jessica Andrade in almost every fight though has that height disadvantage. But the reach though too sixty seven to sixty two. That can play a huge factor. Yeah, and Valentina's not someone who's going to let you get that close. And she's going to keep you outside. And her, with her kicks? Yeah. I, I would never want to be kicked by Valentina Shevchenko. That's something that I would never... That's on my, like, her leg like reach bucket is, list. Her leg reach is 38. Valentina, I, I keep saying... <laughs> she has a longer reach with her legs than her arms. I keep saying Valentina's the only fighter in the UFC to give Amanda... Uh, that could give Amanda a fight. And the same goes for Amanda for Valentina. Hopefully, if Shevchenko gets past Andrade, mm-hmm. the next fight is her and Amanda. Yeah, I don't think... There's no would... offense to Juliana Pena or anyone else at Bantamweight. No one, no one at that weight class is getting past Amanda. Yeah, that's the matchup Nobody. you have to make. I mean, I know Amanda beat her twice, but their first, second fight was so close. And that there's nobody else for them to fight that it just makes sense. It's, it's necessary. Yeah, so going back to the main event... Your predictions, Usman. Mine's Masvidal. So, in your opinion, Usman wins. Where do they go from there? If Wonderboy beats Gilbert, Usman, Wonderboy for the belt. I think you got to give Wonderboy another shot at the belt. I'll, okay, I so if you if no if you don't have the the, the rankings, 
Wonder Boys five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wonder Boys was he five? Yeah. And Burns is two. Uh huh. So it makes sense if Wonder Boy wins, he you know Covington too. You know, see another thing with Covington is. And Usman said it. He's only had one fight since, and it was against Woodley, who was already lost two straight. So, I don't know. I'd like to see Covington get another win before he fights Usman again. I think he almost has to. Yeah. For being, like, for that much time off. You can make the same argument, though, for um, Masvidal. He should have had another win before he fought Usman again. Yeah. I mean, the matchup should have been Covington or uh Masvidal. Yeah, that that might be one that gets away. Yeah. I mean, I'll tell you what. Usman Wonderboy, that, that style of matchup. I think he'd give Usman a, a, a test. Because, you know, he comes out in that karate style. It's tough to defend. And, you know, and he, he, yeah, and he tries to, you know, try to take him down. And that could be a... a, a very tough matchup for both of them. Yeah. I agree. I agree. I like that fight. I like that fight. Yeah. I, I need that fight. That's why I'm hoping Usman gets past Masvidal. I know he's going to get past Masvidal. And then hoping Gilbert uh, Wonder, Wonder Boy. Boy beats Gilbert. But... 261 is a great card, and then 262 is just as great. With And switching gears now into that one, I still am just, and you know this, I'm, I'm vocal with you about this, and you're even, you agree with me, I don't understand why people don't get how good Michael Chandler is. I don't understand it. Yeah, I don't know why. I don't, well, it's because... He is new in the UFC, and people that, 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 don't realize that yeah, there's other organizations. Yeah, I mean, it shouldn't un, it shouldn't matter at all. Yeah, I that don't know why it does. But. He is new to the UFC, um, because he did fight in Bellator, he which is not is there. not like people say. Oh, it's not the the. It's like the minor leagues. I mean, he UFC. fought and beat Eddie Alvarez, who did become a UFC champion. So, I mean. This is they they do this stuff all the time. They bring fighters in. They you yeah. know it's. I mean, there are very few homegrown. I mean, there no one really makes their pro debut in the UFC unless you're Brock Lesnar. Well, he didn't even actually make his pro debut in the UFC. I take that back. I think he did. Yeah, I think I was at a K one event or something. No, it was. Yeah, I think it was the UFC. Yeah. No, it definitely wasn't. I don't remember him fighting anywhere else. Let's see. But yeah, I mean, he, Chandler's beat some top level fighters. Brock Lesnar's MMA debut was against Minsu Kim at K1 Heroes Dynamite USA in June of 2007. Oh, so he fought way before then. Yeah, and then he fought Frank Mir in February of 08, and then Heath Herring, Randy, Frank I Mir. Oh, I didn't, even, yeah. I didn't realize he fought in the over there. Yeah, so that was, that was just one fight. That was just his debut. Yeah, it was his tune-up fight. I, Again, people said to me that my, I was like Michael Chandler is going to beat Dan Hooker, not no doubt about it. No man, Dan Hooker, you, you, no, no. Like Dan Hooker's gonna catch him with a knee when he's coming in. Like, all right, let me know when that happens, and it didn't. So, yeah, I mean, 
And they're complaining about him getting over Poirier. Like, yo, Poirier wanted the McGregor trilogy. That could have been his fight if he wanted it. Let's oh yeah, he could have. Like, he could have said, no, no, I'm gonna, I'm, I want that title shot, or I want Oliveira. They would have been okay. That's fine. We're done. Yeah, that, sign the contract. I let's think go. he was offered that fight. As a matter of fact, Poirier. And he didn't. He, I'm pretty sure he, he, as soon as he beat McGregor, he was already talking about the trilogy. Yeah. At the post-fight press conference, he was saying, let someone else fight for the belt. So when Poirier didn't want it, I mean, Gaethje is coming off a loss. I would have liked to see Gaethje and Chandler, to be honest. I'm not going to sit here and lie. Yeah. I mean, I think Oliveira has to get a yeah, a yeah, shot, though. Yeah. I, I'm not I'm not 100% sold on Oliveira, and I know people are going to come at me saying, are you serious? He's on like an eight-fight win streak. Yeah, but I don't know. It's I If think, he beats Michael Chandler, then I'll be sold on him. But I, th- I mean, I think just for the fact that he's been around – yeah, I mean, you he know. deserves a title shot. I'm not. There's no doubting that. There's no doubting that. But I don't think he's beating Michael Chandler. I think Michael Chandler's too seasoned and too good for him. Yeah, and I think that if Ch- no man, I th- whoever wins, Oliveira or Chandler win. I think Gaethje is going to get the next shot anyway. Uh unless well, somebody Poirier wins. You if mean Poirier I don't, wins. If, if Poirier wins, they might offer him a Gaethje fight. Who Poirier? Yeah. And then for the belt? Yeah. No, no. If Poirier beats Connor, he'll be next for the belt. There's no doubt. But didn't and if he he's just not, say then he's it's not, a shame. Like, didn't they just say he was, like, talking about that, you know, he's not in it for the titles, you know? Let... Yeah. I mean, well, listen, unless he denies it, unless he said he doesn't want it. Like, if the UFC offers him Michael Chandler or Oliveira after they, you know, whoever wins the belt, and if he beats Connor and then he denies it, then that's on him. Yeah. But. But, okay, so, like, you know, whoever wins those, Poirier, you know, Gaethje's waiting in the wings. I think I think the only way Gaethje gets the winner of that fight is if Poirier loses to McGregor. Then I think Gaethje would get the winner. So what do you do with Gaethje in the meantime? Back up for the, for the main event for that fight. If one of them drops out, he goes in. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. What do you do with Connor if he beats Poirier? Nate Diaz. At 155? Anywhere. Because Nate's not coming to 155. Anywhere. 155, 170, anywhere. He's not, I, don't, I, I, I hope he doesn't get a title shot. If he beats Poirier, I hope he does not get a title shot. You wouldn't want to see Chandler or McGregor? I mean, for the integrity of the sport, no. I mean, I wouldn't mind seeing it, but I'd rather see Connor and Nate in the trilogy. What if Nate loses? Still would rather see it. <laughs> Unless he gets mauled. There's a lot of a lot of ifs yeah. in what's in <laughs> so, uh, I there's think, a, let's just say there's a lot of things that can happen in between that. I think if Connor beats Poirier and Oliveira beats Chandler, then maybe you see a Connor Nate fight. Because I don't think there's as big a draw for a Connor Oliveira fight. I don't think so. But if Chandler beats Oliveira and Connor beats Poirier, then maybe you see a McGregor Chandler fight because there's a bigger draw for that. Yeah, that's um, the only way I can see that. Yeah, but if Poirier wins, then in my eyes he gets whoever he gets the pick. Yeah, basically he gets the pick. Okay, do you want a straight tight title fight or do you want a you know, Gaethje fight? Then you know we'll go. Oh, from I, there. I think I think he'd go for the belt because then he'd fight Gaethje in his first defense. Yeah, it, yeah. I mean, I think Gaethje, no matter what, is. Getting the winner out of... I kind of feel bad for Gaethje. He's kind of getting the short end of the stick. 
But he, like you said, though, he can, you know, he's subbing in. Like, if somebody gets hurt, he gets that auto, he's you know, got, instant he, shot. He's got to be the backup. I don't understand why he wouldn't be. Yeah. Um, and then the co-main event for that one, obviously, Leon Edwards and Nate Diaz, first five-round non-title co-main event in UFC history. Yep. I kind of like that, how they're doing how they're doing it like that. Yeah, I think a lot of those should be five rounds. Yeah, especially on pay-per-views. Maybe not on fight nights, but on pay-per-views, definitely. Um, I don't know if I like that matchup for Nate, though. I don't think I do. But here's Nate Diaz, again, not taking an easy fight. I don't think he ever he ever takes. The... No, he doesn't. He doesn't. Um, if he beats Leon, a whole lot more opportunities open up for Nate Diaz. Yeah. Someone I've been hearing, and not just one person, I'm hearing a lot. Say Masvidal beats Usman, and Nate beats Leon. Do you do Masvidal Diaz too for the BMF and welterweight belts? Ooh. I don't think you give Nate a title shot off that. I. I... Don't think you could give Nate a title shot off that. But Dana White will see money, and Dana White will not care. But I think you'd have a whole lot of. I think you'd have a whole lot of mad people. Conor McGregor being pissed off too. Yeah, Conor would be like, "What are you talking about?" But I don't. It's. Yeah. It's 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 tough to say. It it really is tough to say. Um, I don't think you do. I think maybe give Nate – here's a fight that I told you last night I'd love to see. I'd love to see Colby and Nate. That'd be a nice fight. If, if Nate somehow beats Leon Edwards, give him Colby. And then if he beats Colby, then give him a shot at the belt. And it all depends on what Diaz wants to do. I don't think Diaz cares about belts. He's already said he doesn't care about the title. He just wants money fights. So, But, again, if he were to fight Masvidal for a belt, it would be a money fight. Yeah, it'd be both. Yeah. Um, could you could you imagine Nate Diaz somehow wins the welterweight belt and the BMF belt? He's got two belts on his shoulder. <laughs> Can you imagine that? Well, first off, Nick would be punching the air, and and second off, Connor would be punching the air. Well, then there you go. You have the trilogy then. Connor, Connor. We Diaz. just went down a rabbit hole. Here. Connor, <laughs> we just kept going. Connor Diaz <laughs> title fight then. Oh man, I don't know. Um. There's a lot of things that can happen. Do you give Leon a title shot if he beats Nate? Not a chance. I mean, he'd be on a big win. Well, is his win streak technically over now because the no contest with Bilal Muhammad? I don't know. I don't technically, know. it is, right? I mean, it's a no contest. So, it's... so technically, the win streak gets broken, right? I think well, so. Well, I think John Jones' win streak got broken after the no contest with DC. But like you said, though, Leon Edwards is there. But if, Steve, if Wonder Boy beats Gilbert... He gets the shot because he's beat a number a two, number ranked, two guy, ranked guy, and Leon beat someone who's not even in the rankings. So yeah, I remember I, I woke up and because I had fallen asleep. This happened in like midnight. This fight got announced, and I woke up in the middle of the night. I had ESPN on, and I look on the bottom line, and the UFC comes up and it says Edwards Diaz booked for UFC 262. I rub my eyes. I'm like, Are you serious? I wake. I check my phone. I'm like, Wow. Yeah. That came out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. But that's, those are the best kind of fights when they come out of nowhere. And like you said, though, if, if Diaz beats Edwards... The opportunities he gets is just crazy. You know, then he could... You know, Masvidal, Covington... If he beats... Wonderboy, Le- Gilbert Burns... He, he can fight any one of them. There, there are so many opportunities he that open up Connor, for He could fight Connor. You know, it's... Yeah. There's so many opportunities right there, then. If if he beats Nate Diaz, a lot of opportunity. If he beats if Nate Diaz beats Leon, a lot of opportunities open up for Nate Diaz. Oh yeah. Um, the the other really big fight on that card, 
Tony Ferguson and Benil Dariush. This is a big fight for Tony. Yeah. This this is a big fight. If he wins, then he's right back in in the mix, staying in the top five. If he loses, his days of contending for a title are over. I mean, they might be over right now, but if he wins, he could still hold on to that hope. If he loses, he's, it's over. Yeah, if he loses, he's definitely dropping out of the top ten. I'd say the top five. Probably not the top ten, but he's, he's down at the top You don't five. think he'll drop past? For, I mean, Dariush is number nine. Yeah, but I still don't think he'd drop out of the top ten. You don't 10. think he'd drop... He might drop. Fel- he might drop to number ten. You don't think he'd pass Felder at ten? No. I think he'd drop out of the top five, obviously, but I don't think he'd drop out of the top ten. Makachev doesn't go up. Uh, again, you never know. Like Woodley is in the top ten right now at welterweight, and he should not be in the top ten. He's not one of the ten best welterweights on the planet. Well, he's not even. I mean, he's, in, he's in the rankings. Though. Well, yeah, I don't know how often they update these, but they they updated that like right after two sixty. Oh, did they? Yeah, which is weird because I thought they were going to take him out, but no. And no offense, Robbie's at fifteen. I think no offense. Yeah, I love I Robbie. Think Robbie Lombard, I, he's yeah. not one of the fifteen best welterweights anymore. No. Two sixty two stacked though. Shane Burgos, Edson Barboza. Yeah. Um, Jack Hermanson, Edmund Shabazi, and poor Shabazi, and man, they're just they just keep throwing that man in the fire. <laughs> He got mauled by Derek Brunson. How do they repay him and give him a nice comeback fight, Joker? Yeah. Alex Perez, Matt Schnell. That's going to be a good fight at flyweight. Um, 262 is very, very good looking right now. It's a very stacked looking card. Yeah, the next two pay-per-views are real good. And then 263, Figueredo Moreno 2. Yeah, man. If you have not watched that first fight, do yourselves a favor. That fight was crazy. Oh, my God. It was great. Incredible, F- that the fight that saved the flyweights. That kid has so much <laughs> freaking heart. Who Moreno? Yeah. And Figueroa too. They're both. They're just both. Oh my great god! Fighters. Like I, I, there were people like Moreno's not gonna have a shot. And and the crazy thing is that fight came together on like a month's notice. <laughs> it was unbelievable. That's probably one of my favorite fights. Oh yeah, me too, hands down. He That's one of the unreal. fights along with Bonner Gr- Griffin Bonner. Oh. And Lawler McDonald two and Shogun Hendo one. Yeah. That I'm showing people. And Joanna and, and yeah, like if you if you don't you know, um, watch the UFC often, and you know you have a friend that's just trying to get in, like starting to get in the UFC, that's one of the fights you show them. Yeah, we'll we'll make a list eventually of the of the fights to show them, and we'll post it for you guys to check out. That's on it. Griffin Bonner one is that 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 might be. In terms of impact, that's number one because the impact that had was oh yeah yeah that, saved the UFC. <laughs> yeah, saved the would... UFC. Um, Shogun Hendo, I just rewatched that the other day. What a fight! Mm-hmm. What a fight! Um, Lawler McDonald too, the fight that got me into the sport. Joanna Zhang Wei Li. Um, help me out here. What's another one? Um, Figueroa Moreno, obviously. Yeah, that one's great. Hmm. There's so many though. Yeah, there are a lot of great fights. Jones Gustafson, almost that that's the one I was forgetting. Couldn't believe I almost forgot that fight. The first one. First one, yeah. Second one was a mauling by John, but the yeah, first, the first one, one was phenomenal. really good. Phenomenal. There, yeah. there are a lot. There are a lot. Silva Sonnen is another one. Yeah. First first one, not the second one, but um, I'm calling it right now. I said when Michael Chandler got signed in the UFC that he would win the belt one day and 
without Habib, I think that makes things a whole lot easier for anybody else. That could be coming up very soon. Um, Sanhagen Dillashaw is less than a month away now. Yeah. The return of TJ. How do you feel about that one? Who do you think is going to win that one? <sighs> I, I'm not a huge fan of Dillashaw, but I do think he's going to beat Sanhagen. See, I don't, I don't want to say I don't hate Dillashaw, but I don't hate Dillashaw. I don't hate anyone, but I'm not really a f- as big a fan as I used to be. Yeah. Which, I don't know. Do they push in Sanhagen too much? You think he's really that good? I mean, he did knock out Marais and, and, and Edgar with ridiculous knockouts. I mean, the spinning bag kick to Frank uh, Marais and then the knee that made, almost made me cry against Frankie. Yeah, that was brutal. I think that's going to be a good fight. It depends. I mean, two years is a long time away. Yeah, that's the only thing. I I, I think Dillashaw will win. My head's telling me Dillashaw. See, but... my head's telling me Sanhagen. I don't know yet. I'm going to wait till the week before that one because I'm going to change yeah, I'm, I'm like, a lot on that one yet. I think I'm going to go back and forth for you know a few, few more yeah, times. Yeah, I'm going to have to watch... Some of their fights. Because that layoff is, compare, is... That's the thing that's, that's getting me. The yeah, two years is... That's is, a long time. Yeah. And... But, I mean, it also wasn't for injury. That's he also did, true. But he was injured, though. I think he had, like, a broken arm or something. Or a broken collarbone or something, but... Um, and San Hagen's been active. I mean... Yeah, fought, you can't... Yeah, he's... You know, they, that's what they say. Like, you, you can't practice you know a real fight you know no. you're in there you're, yeah i mean you could spar but it's not the real yeah, thing no. it's not you know I mean, and that's fought, a fight night which is crazy yeah he fought aljo i mean that that very easily could have been for a belt yeah i mean th- this fight could be th- that could be a paper pay-per-view headliner yeah if one of them had a belt definitely um what was i gonna say i mean yes san hagen fought aljo in june of last year then fought marice in october i think then Frankie in February, so he's been active, mm-hmm. real active. And TJ fought once in 2017, once in 2018, and once in 2019. Been off since then. That I, you know, a lot of people say ring rust isn't real. We'll find out on May 8th if ring rust is going to affect TJ Dillashaw or not. Yeah, I'm going to go back and forth on that. Uh, Stay that, tuned. That might not even. I might not even call that one. That might be one that I'm just going to say. That's a, I, I, a I genuinely have no idea. That's, idea. that's a yeah. pick em. <laughs> Because I think both of them are very dangerous. Yeah. And that's going to be a stylistic matchup. I mean, and they were former training partners, so they know each other. That's going to be a great fight. We'll see what happens. Do you, uh, you want to go over our pound-for-pound pound rankings? Like our personal pound-for-pound yeah. rankings? Yeah, sure. I know I know. we disagreed a little bit. Oh, yeah. I'll say a lot Yeah. on some of them. So um, we're going to do this too. Like, we're, we're going to do – what do you want to do? Like, after – pay-per-views yeah so we'll do it again after 261 well well these are these are just like our men's pound pound rankings yeah like if we were doing combined like i'd have amanda nunez at two yeah but, together but this is just the, the men top yeah which i mean we could always do the the, the all time or, or, the, the, or, or the current yeah yeah and people might say you have amanda nunez at two yeah she makes a case for being the best pound pound fighter in the world right now for sure and if you say no, then you're just you're, I don't want to be me, but you're wrong. Like, I mean, <laughs> I mean you're wrong. Like, yeah, like, I mean, no failed drug test, beaten literally everybody that there is to beat. 
But with that being said, you want to go fifth? Want to go fifteen to one? Yeah, let's do let's that. Let's do that. All right. So you go. You go first. Oh, do you? Yeah. Do you have mine? Oh, do I have yours? I don't. Let me check. I don't remember. Here, let me see. So what happens when you don't write them down? Yeah, that's why you got to write everything down. I I know I'm not gonna say one ones right now that we disagreed on, but you got you got you guys will end up seeing. Okay, here we go. All right, you go first. Fifteen, fifteen to one. Fifteen to one. I have Aljo at fifteen. Okay, I have Oliveira at fifteen. Because Aljo is not even a champ in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, I don't 100 percent disagree with that. Now fifteen for me. Um, I had Oliveira, but I'm gonna go. Yeah, I'm gonna say Oliveira, but you could also, I'd say maybe. Nah, nah, never mind. Scratch it. Oliveira at fifteen. Okay. Oliveira at 15. My number fourteen is TJ. My fourteen is Sterling. Yeah, TJ. You know. See, I'll wait until TJ comes back to to think about putting him in there. If he comes back and wins, then maybe I'll put him in there. Yeah, I think I did it just from like his overall. Yeah. You know. I got I got Aljo at fourteen just because being a champion. In quotations, I feel like they got to be on there. And yeah, so that's why I put him yeah. the, the last one. I agree with that. Uh, 13, I have Justin Gagey. Me too. I have him at 13 as well. Uh, number 12, I have Robert Whitaker. Same. Me too. Uh, number 11, I have Peter Young. Yeah, me too. Me too. I call him Peter. Yes, I know that's wrong. <laughs> uh, number 10, I have Figueroa. Figueredo? Figueredo, Figueroa. Number 10, I have Max Holloway. Well... I have Holloway on the list too, but see, I, see, another thing I did is I gave champions precedent over non-champions, except for one instance. But you'll 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 see why. So number nine, you guys might be a little upset with this, but I've Stipe at nine. I have Figueredo at nine, but I don't have Stipe a lot higher. Okay. Number eight, I have Max Holloway. Number eight, I have Stipe. Okay. I have Belovich at seven. I have Poirier at seven. Number six, I have Poirier. I have Izzy at set, uh, six. Okay. I have number five, Vol- Volkanovski. I have Blahovich at five. I have Izzy at four. I got Volkanovski at four. I have Marty Usman at three. I got Francis Ngannou at three. I have number two, John Jones at number two. Number two. I'll repeat that. Number two. Number two, I have Kamaru Usman. And my number one is Mr. Nganu. I thought I had Francis too high at three, but man. Number one. Listen. I got, I got, real quick, I got John Jones at number one. I was going back and forth. John Jones, Nganu. And, okay, my, John Jones hasn't fought, Okay. Nganu just knocked out the number one heavyweight of all time. UFC heavyweight of all time. UFC heavyweight of all time. And he's the baddest man on the planet. Now, when those two fight, if they fight, then you know, we'll see what happens. But to me, Nganu's the number one pound for pound fighter in the world. Yeah, I'm just going to disagree. Um, I haven't gone to at three, and that might be too high. People might look at me and say, you're crazy. Um, well, if they think I'm crazy with having him at three, then I don't know if they're going to think you are having him at one. 
Hey, um, I'm not, I, you know how I am. I'm I call Megan over Amanda. That's true. Um, I think Ngannou could be number one. I think if he beats John Jones, then you can make that argument. If he much beats better. John Jones, you yeah. don't think he's number like you? You that, have to make an argument for that. I still think you do because you gotta you go off of, you know. I mean, he beat was, the number one UFC heavyweight of all time. He's the best. He's the greatest UFC heavyweight of all time, and he buried him. Stipe? Yeah. Yeah, but I still think it's too much to put him at number one considering Stipe himself wasn't even at one going into that fight. Well, that's because the UFC loves John Jones. Yeah, but I mean, I think in order to if, – if, say, if Stipe was number one, then you can make the argument, but I just don't think Ngannou's number one power for power right now. I really don't. And you're not going to get me to switch my stance on that right now. Oh, no, I'm, I'm, I'm just – I mean, like, listen, if he, if he beats John Jones – then I'd I'd make more of an argument, but right now I'm gonna have him steady at three, and then Marty at two, JBJ at one, but I hate having even having Volkanovski at four because I don't think he's a champ. I don't think Volkanovski beat Holloway in the second fight. No, I don't either. No, they and, need to run that back. Yeah, that, and now him and and Ortega are coaching tough. I'm gonna be honest, I don't like that. I mean, I'm gonna watch just because I you know want to watch yeah, the show. Yeah, I don't think but... that's a a great match. I mean, it's good. It could be a good fight, but I the, think Holloway, the fight itself is gonna be good. But there's Holloway no deserves a, a title shot. There's also no storyline there. You know, there's no like you look at Saint Pierre Koscheck, Rampage and Rashad. Those guys hated each other. Yeah. Rampage and Rashad really hated each yeah. other. Tito even though Ken. yeah. I mean, even though their fight kind of sucked, Rampage and Rashad. The the season of tough was great. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Chael Vanderlei. Yeah, there's you know, no which, rivalry with Volkanovski and Ortega. There's no, no animosity. Misha, like. Exactly. <laughs> that that's what I mean. You figure you know they're coming back and they want to do it big. You think they'd give you know great coaches, but I mean they are great coaches. Like they're great, they're great fighters, but there's just no rivalry there. It's it's just it's all competitive, and it's not even a competitive rivalry. Mm-mm. Um, I don't know. Maybe they'll start with each other on the show for ratings. Hopefully. Hopefully they start just going at each other. That'd be interesting, but we'll see. Time will tell. Time will tell on that. Time will tell. Um, did you see that uh, Dominic Cruz and Sean O'Malley want to fight each other? I don't know yeah, if I mentioned I th- that I already. I think we did. Yeah, I think we mentioned that earlier. Do you like that fight? Yeah, I mean, I'd like this Aldo, but... I'd like Aldo more. I know we already mentioned that. I don't know why I was bringing that back, but um, I, I kind of want to talk about the Vittori Holland fight a little bit more. Where do you go if you're if you're Kevin Holland? What do you do? I mean, do you take time off because his wrestling clearly needs some work. He's lost ten straight rounds, and he's been taken down a lot. I mean, he got <laughs> taken down eleven times alone today. Yeah, I think he should drop down to one seventy. I really do. I just think, I mean, him and Vittoria looked like two different weight classes. Yeah, that would make sense if he went down to 170. And I'm a fan of Kevin Holland, but he may drop out of the rankings after today. Yeah. Well, you... Either that or he's going to 15. I, mean, I don't think he'll drop out of the top 15. Yeah, he'll probably go to 15. 15 or... Or I, yeah. I, I could see him going to 14. Yeah. But I think he should drop down to 170 because he could really cause some, some you know, 
problems for people at, at one uh, one seventy. And there's a lot of good fights you can do at one seventy with him. Mm-hmm. So, it sucks, but is what it is. Vittori, you know, we talked about that. I don't know what you do next for him. I'd say maybe Palo, excuse me, Palo Costa. Yeah, that's my only, my only idea. And then, or, or you know, I mean, I don't know if he's gonna wait for Till. I don't know how bad he wants that fight. I'd imagine pretty bad, considering Darren Till's been on his nerves recently. But you never know. You never know. Yeah, I don't Maybe, think you wait for him though. Yeah, it all again, it all depends on how long Till's gonna be out. If he's gonna be out for a couple of months, um, all depends on what he what, what he wants to do, I guess. But that's gonna be something we're gonna have to wait and see, as Dana White says. You know, we'll see what happens. Yeah. But um, yeah, I don't. I mean, I think there are a lot of the top guys and top ladies have fights booked. Mm-hmm. I mean, at lightweight, Poirier and McGregor is not official, but it's it's pretty much official. Yeah. Um, Oliveira Chandler is official. Ferguson, Dariush. I'd like to see RDA and Mike, uh, Justin Gaethje, but if I'm Justin Gaethje, I'd probably just wait and it'll be the backup for uh, yeah. Oliveira and Chandler, or maybe even Poirier and McGregor. My my guess is he'll be backup for Oliveira Chandler, and then if everything goes well there, maybe he'd be backup for Poirier and McGregor. Yeah. Could that could be an instant number one contender fight right there. Yeah, I don't think it is right now because I don't think if Connor wins he becomes a number one contender. No, no. But I mean I think more so for, for Poirier yeah, just to yeah, keep I his mean, spot. Poirier, Poirier and, and Gaethje, like if McGregor got hurt. Yeah. That would be, you know, obviously a number one contender. I'd love to see that fight again. Yeah. I think the next time that fight happens, if it does, there'll be there'll be a title attached to it. Poirier and Gaethje. Yeah. I think the only man at lightweight right now that could beat Michael Chandler is Dustin Poirier. Maybe Gaethje. Ooh, I don't know. You think Oliveira could? Beat Chandler? Yeah. No. What about McGregor? No. You think anyone could beat Michael Chandler? I don't know. I mean, I think Michael Chandler is severely underrated. The only person I think that could beat Chandler is Poirier. Possibly. Maybe Gaethje. And and to me, that would be a toss-up. Yeah, I I don't understand the disrespect with Michael Chandler. Um, there, seriously, everyone's gonna find out if you well, haven't seen him fight. No, I do I do understand the disrespect fight. with him because he is an outsider to the UFC. Fought most of his career in Bellator, and people look at that as less than the UFC. When in reality, it's not always the case. I mean, I get why it has that reputation. Yeah, because but they that take does, the old UFC fighters. Yeah, and, but Michael Chandler is not an old UFC no, fighter. Michael I mean. Chandler is a world champion, world class athlete. Yeah. Um. Two months, a little over a month from now, it's going to be and new for Michael Chandler. Yeah, there's no way. And then he'll be fighting if Poirier wins Poirier, and that fight would be awesome. But I'm kind of surprised they didn't do Poirier McGregor for tough. Yeah, I don't know how long tough runs. Then they're talking about this fight in what, July? Yeah, June? July. July. So probably international, the International Fight Week yeah. card. You could have pushed that back a little bit to build some. I mean, there's not as much anticipation for it as there was for the second fight back in January. Well, I think Connor's going to start pushing that real soon. Yeah. Because he's already saying. I don't think Connor's going to be as nice and respectful as he was before. (laughs) I don't think so at all. He's already talking about he's going to bury him and, like, you know. He said fourth round front, uh, front kick KO. 
That's if his gas tank lets him get to the fourth round and do a front kick KO. And if he still has two legs at that point. Exactly. Because saying you're going to check the leg kick and checking the leg kick are two different things. So we'll see. Uh, my prediction on that fight I don't have yet, but I think I already know where I'm leaning. That's easier to call since it already happened. You know what I mean? Yeah. Recent. You know, three months ago. Who do you got? I don't know. I'd uh, have to... See, mine, mine has some ifs attached to it. If, you know, Connor that fought, Mendez, Aldo, and if Connor that fought Eddie Alvarez shows up, you'd have a hard time finding anybody at lightweight right now that will beat him. But if the Connor that fought Habib shows up, he's going to get ran through. Mm-hmm. So it really depends. Yeah. I'd like I'd like to see the old Connor. That's what that's what he needs to do. He needs to get back to old Connor. He needs to act like he has no money, and he needs to go back to talking he needs to get about again. yeah, because he's not. No. And I understand why. I mean, you get over a hundred million dollars fighting Floyd. You're getting like five or so million every time you fight in the UFC, plus everything else. He was he was Rocky after after Rocky got all his money. Yeah. And then what did Rocky have to do? He had to get that eye of the tiger back. He had to go, you know, train. And, and, and Connor needs. And, one thing Connor needs to do is go back to his roots, and that starts with just burying everybody in the trash talk. Yeah. Because Connor being nice to everybody is not getting inside their head. It's making them feel like they can be friendly and stuff with them. Like, I mean, maybe that was a plan. Like, he was trying to be like, oh, you know, you know, messing with them. Like, I think it could have like, been. Wait, wait, why is he nice to me? I like, think it could have been. He still donated to Poirier's charity even after the fight. I think but, Connor but just. He's not producing in the cage. Exactly. And, I mean, you look at that Cowboy fight, sure, but Cowboy's not Dustin Poirier. And no offense to him, but he's not even a controversial statement. He's just yeah, not. No. Um, I think Connor needs to go back to just burying everybody in trash talk and saying what he wants to who he wants when he wants. Yeah. If he doesn't do that, then it's going to be Poirier again. See what happens. But is, is, another thing you got to look at is this: is Poirier going to let him get into his head? I think, yeah. I mean, I don't know. It, I mean, it depends. I mean, he's got the added confidence now of knocking him out and being the only man to do that. But he also has a knockout that he got knocked out by Connor. Yeah. And if that Connor shows up, things can be different. But again, we got to wait and see. It'll be a waiting game. Yeah, that's going to be until a, that fight happens. A little while. Yeah. I mean, it's what, three months out, something like that? That's still a, uh, not a super long time, but it's it's long enough. But there's plenty of solid, solid cards in the meantime. Oh my god, yeah. There, There's, fight night cards are just insane. I mean, you got Whitaker Gastelum then next week. Pay-per-view. Then you got, um... Reyes and Prohaska, headlight heavyweight, which is a big fight for Dominic Reyes. That might be, a, I don't say make or break, but that's huge for him. Mm-hmm. Then you have um, Sanhagen Dillashaw, then Oliveira Chandler, and then Rob Font and Cody Garbrandt, and then whatever they do after that. But those are some big-time fights. Yep. They're all all fighting, you know. And there are a lot of them are fight nights. Yeah. I mean, they're, you know, like, you know, like, like you said and stuff, if Sanhagen Dillashaw had a belt attached to it, that'd be a pay-per-view. Yeah. Um, I'm interested for that fight, though. Definitely. Yeah, they're all going to be pretty solid cards. Hopefully they pan out and 
Yeah, I mean, hopefully, you know, Leon and Nate come to fight because that could be a great fight. Yeah. He's always been ready to throw down. Hopefully everybody stays healthy. You know, we don't get a lot of... Injuries. Yeah, nobody's, yeah. you know, getting subbed and chained. Cards getting moved and changed. And, yeah. You know, I want to... That, that pay-per-view, need everybody healthy for that one. Yeah, one fight leaves and it's... Well, a title fight gets changed and it's... Uh... Yeah, it's it's a downer. <laughs> Col- Colby said uh, he, he, he wants to be the backup or he knows he will be or something like that for the fight. Although he hasn't been told that he will be. For Usman Masvidal. I mean, all right, Dana doesn't like Colby. I don't think Dana likes a lot of people. Dana does not. If you don't make Dana a lot of money, um, he doesn't like you. <laughs> and even if you do, he might not like you. I mean, depends. Yeah. But like Connor, for example, he gets away with what he does because he makes Dana a lot of money. For sure. Tons. But... Tons of money. Again, we've got to wait and see what happens, but I'm looking forward to the next couple weekends. Some really great cards. This is one of the best stretches the UFC's had in a long time. Yeah, definitely. Long time. I mean, the pay-per-views alone until July are just... Mm-hmm. And then even after that, they're going to be great. So, um, Yeah, nothing, the summer months are coming up, so... A lot to look forward to. A lot to look forward to. So, I think that's... Probably all for today, so we're going to leave it off for today. Any closing thoughts? No, just watch the fights. we got a lot of good fights coming up. A lot of good fights. A lot. See and most of them, I think, are free, maybe ESP, on ESPN, you know, ESPN Plus or whatever. So if, check them out if they're fight night cards. Try, you know, definitely check them. Whitaker Gaslam, I'm telling you right now, is going to be a banger of a fight. Check yeah, it out. definitely. Check it out. Yeah, check the, the reviews and... Give us a good rating. Yep. And, um... Because it helps us move up. Thank you guys for checking us out. You know, I know it's been a while since we've had an episode, but, uh, I think that's all we got, right? Yeah, that's about it. All right, so for this time, we are Throwing the Leather. I'm Justin. I'm Corey. Thank you guys for checking us out. Have a good one.